Yo, minasan, konnichiwa, welcome to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Ninja Eddie. Now check it out. Today, I actually have a nice little spooky story that I found out for one of my friends here in Japan. I'm so happy to share with you on October 31st. If you like creepy dolls or just a spooky story, you don't want to miss this next podcast. The story takes place in the year 1918. It starts off when a 17 year old boy bought a doll for his two year old sister, Okiko, as a souvenir while visiting Sapporo. Sapporo is in the prefecture of Hokkaido, which is on an island. Altogether, all separate from Japan. He was there for a marine exhibition. The doll itself is about 40 centimeters tall, which is about 16 inches, and it has a traditional Japanese kimono. Its face is made out of porcelain, its eyes are black beads, and the hairstyle is shoulder length, traditional Japanese style. The big brother immediately knew. His little sister fell in love with the doll because the little girl would take the doll every single day, everywhere she went. She even called the doll like herself, Okiku. The two supposedly were inseparable and went everywhere until one day when tragedy struck. The poor little girl died because she became severely ill. She contracted influenza. And a high fever, and then she just died. Not long after, the family, obviously heartbroken to say the least, they put the doll in the altar. The family started noticing something very strange. They noticed that the doll's hair started to get longer little by little. They noticed that the hair was longer than when the brother first got the doll. So they were wondering what was going on, and they soon realized and concluded that their daughter's spirit went inside the doll. Okay. They were obviously alarmed and decided to test their theory out by cutting the doll's hair short again. And then they soon made the discovery that the hair just grew back. It just grew back like normal hair. So over the years, they just kept the doll. It was not until 1938. When the family moved to a different prefecture, and instead of throwing the doll away, they took the doll with them. But then they decided to instead put it somewhere safe. So they gave it to a temple in the town of Iwamazawa, Hokkaido. The family explained the doll to the, the usual qualities to the priest of the temple. The priest accepted the doll as the gift. And to this day, that doll remains in that temple somewhere in a wooden box. And its hair continually grows as the years go on. The haunted Okiko doll has become a famous legend here in Japan, with its story being adapted into novels, films, and even kabuki plays. The crazy thing is that a few years ago, I can't remember the year. The doll's hair was actually examined by scientists to see if they could come up with an explanation of what's in the hair. Why does it grow? They found in their conclusions that the actual hair is really human hair. The doll has human hair, and they have no idea why it's growing from the doll.
That is the story of Okiku. If you're in Japan and you want to find this doll, it's in Hokkaido. It's in the uppermost region in Japan, an island that's separate from Japan itself. It's in the mountainous areas. It's where they get snow. I hear it's a lot, really beautiful. I've never been. I would like to go. But if you're in the Hokkaido area or near there, I suggest you go check it out. If you like a good spooky story, the doll is sitting right there in a wooden box. And I believe its hair is all the way till its knees by now. I'm not so sure if they maintain it, if they trim the doll's hair once in a while. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the story that much. I just heard the story from a friend and I thought I would share it with all my listeners out there. And now a word from our sponsors. Living La Vida in Japan is sponsored by There was an age unheard of. Powerful wizards, warriors, and beasts existed. And then came Dario, destined to find the Tsar and be ruler of Hirus. But every quest has its challenges. Now I will tell thee of his adventures. Let me tell you about Shield of Honor, the secret of the Tsar. Buy it today. Available on Amazon, iBooks, Barnes and Nobles, and many other retailers. Click on the link below. You are listening to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Ninja Eddie. Now check it out. Today we've been talking urban legends. Do you have any urban legends where you live or any spooky story you would like to share? Please shoot me an email at livinglavidainjapan at gmail.com or you can send me a voicemail on this podcast. Now, changing the subject a little bit. Today I also started filming the new little film trailer for the upcoming Christmas show at my Christmas party for my school. And as usual, if you hear any sound effects or voices in the background, that's just my son here doing the podcast with me. Going back to the trailers. We started shooting the prologue for what we want to do a 15 minute play on stage for the upcoming Christmas show. I'm very excited about, you know, the play and I'm also excited about shooting the trailer. I mean, I need to I told them we need to do the trailers first before we start rehearsing for the play because I need to get all the video stuff as soon as possible so I can start editing because I need to watch the film and then make sure we have good films because I need to reshoot sometimes or sometimes I may need something else that was the case in the Halloween I can't tell you how many times I got to edit the film so many times I think I made like five or six adjustments because something wasn't right so I told him the more time I have the better we are off the better the movie will be because I will have time to look at it and then you guys will see it and then whatever you don't like or you need to be changed or there's a mistake you'll tell me and I can make the adjustment but with not that much time we I think we only have about five to six weeks to prepare which is gonna be a lot of pressure given the fact that we also have to do a 15 minute play so that means we have to be off book for the play and remember this is for a party this is not our job you know our job is to teach <laughs> so we're all teachers so we have to rehearse outside of classes too or before classes start, which is probably what we're going to do. But I have no doubt we're going to nail this thing because 
like I said, I love theater and I love when schools are promoting the arts because it's a good way to have fun and express yourself. And there's certain things, you know, that I enjoy doing. And like I said, theater is one of them. And I know the kids and the parents were just all struck in awe when they saw the trailers because a lot of them were asking me, how did I do the special effects? You know, how did I put them behind the green screen in whatever scenario I put them in? And instead of going with the full-blown explanation, you know, oh, I had to first adjust the color to the lighting and then make the background black and blah, 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 blah. I just said I, it was magic. And they all started laughing. And and to a certain degree, I think they believe me too because they're little. Anyhow, that is all for today. Tomorrow, what I have in store is part six of my film series I'm doing here in Japan with the junior high school girls. I'm going to talk about my observations and where I go next because it's almost crunch time. I need to be off. They need to be off book almost completely. Anyhow, I will talk about that tomorrow. And then on Saturday... I will do my upcoming UFC bout between Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to y'all later. Hasta luego. Matane.